can see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Friday, February 23rd, 2024, and this is episode 640 of the Lots Project podcast, and it's titled Solar Flare, and I'll be chatting about the solar flare fallout from yesterday, Uh, some... some some rehash trump theory that we've uh we'll finally get to today from tiktok land and i guess i i guess i had heard about it before but uh it's a it's a rehash from uh, back in 2016 and it might play a little more true today gonna mention the little bit of a crud i have going on what we got looking at for the weekend and so much more but first let's grab a little bit of coffee check out who's in the coffee crew hanging out in the live chat and we will get to all this in just a minute and hold on one second i didn't uh fix my notes here let me uh let me get this right guys and i'll be right with you good morning good morning good morning all right Pip uh, in early as always and saying he didn't even know there was a cell phone concern until dinner. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Rewilder Life, good morning, good morning. How are you doing? She says that's a great goal, Pip. (laughs) She wishes she hadn't known. Uh, Mike's Homestead said he knew before that, but only after service was back up. Women at work, uh, oh, a woman, a woman at work was complaining about it. Good morning, Hunter, hanging out over at Twitch, holding down the fort over there. You were saying that you used to be a rent-a-cop, and um, hey, can you be my rent-a-cop over on Twitch? <laughs> you have the right amount of experience. Rewilder uh, <laughs> Life's brewing some coffee, and going to be planting seeds today. You're late? No, you're right on time. You are right on time. Uh, Pickle Pete. Good morning. You just went to bed. Fish played late. I was wondering. Um, I was wondering how your extracurricular lifestyle and being up at three in the morning or four in the morning was going to work on a on a long term basis. I, I I had I had I had questions. I had questions, but here you are. Here you are. Congratulations. <laughs> What's that do for the rest of your day? Um, I know when I would go to bed super late, get up super early, I would make it not very productive for very long, or I would have to take a nap. So we will see. We will see what happens with Pickle Pete. Anyway, good morning. Hope everyone is, uh, hope, uh, hope everybody's having a good day. Um, Hunter says he didn't know about it either until after he got home, uh, Rewilder Life's planting seeds, coffee, and tree pruning after the show. Yeah, good morning, K-Bonk. Good morning, K-Bonk. How are we doing? And uh, Pickle P said he's a beast and uh, do not doubt him. I mean, dude, you are what you are. What is in the cup today? What is in the cup? Still rolling with the... Still rolling with that awesome GSD Peaberry mix um, post blend. Been uh, bouncing back and forth between um, two thirds GSD and um, a, a third of the light or medium Peaberry. I uh, today I think it was more of a half and half. 
of the two and uh, the half of the pea berry was mixed white and medium back to that i think it uh, i think it really it really kicks off with the darker pea berry on a, a third um a third ratio with the gsd and i'm excited i'm excited to try some with some dark roast pea berry mixed with gsd um might have something coming up in the future with that. If you're on Noster or in the Telegram group or LinkedIn and t- LinkedIn and X or Twitter, I believe is where I um, where I hit those where I hit those. So <laughs> no. Oh, anyway, anyway, that's what's in the cup. It is fantastic. Like, uh, like I mentioned uh, a couple times this week, it's like scrutinizing the things that you you like the most, like trying to rank things that would be sufficient. Even the worst is the best. Even the worst is better than most that you've had. Uh, even the worst of the 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 group is satisfactory. It's a good position to be in. It really is. I mean, when you can mess around and you're almost guaranteed, like you can't fuck it up, that is a really really good place to be uh, be testing out things. So I'm really enjoying playing around with the coffee and um, and dialing in what uh, what I like, and then. And then eventually I'll just send Brian a Brian a custom order every month. And that's a benefit of the C4. If you don't know anything about the C4, head on over to foodforestfarms.com. Check it out. Uh, talk to me. Talk to Brian. Talk to uh, several people that are members of the C4 to understand really the value of the club. It is very, very affordable and very worth the money. So definitely check that out. And if you have any questions, if you want to try the coffee up front, you can always get 10% off with discount code. Um, Lots 10, that's L-O-T-S 10, the number 10, Lots 10 at checkout over at Food Forest Farms. Get you 10% off a one-time coupon. Give the coffee a try. It is fantastic. I love it. Every day, every day. Can't miss it. So anyway, let's get rolling on with today's topics. Uh, So there was a cell phone outage yesterday. Did you guys know that? Looks like people in the in the audience are saying they didn't. Um, Pip didn't know till dinner. Mike's homestead didn't know until uh, some lady at work was complaining that she couldn't prob she probably couldn't play her games at work, and uh, that was upsetting to her because she was at work and wanted to play her games. Um, Hunter didn't know until he got home. So, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I knew about it. I knew about it. Rachel posted it in the group in the morning, I think. So it was kind of on my radar. I don't have AT&T. So I really didn't it didn't really send up a signal flare like holy shit, even though I had to go to town yesterday and uh, man, if I was if I was doing laundry with no cell service, that would be a rough one. That would be a rough one. I would definitely, I had um, intentions of taking a notepad with me to do uh, to, to do some old school manual work, uh, writing things down or uh, possibly a book. I wasn't sure, but um, it didn't seem like Verizon was affected and it didn't seem as much as though um, AT&T was affected in Tennessee. So I was like, 
eh, meh, whatever. It's a big nothing burger. It's uh, some people freaking out. And I put it on my list to look into when I got home. Yesterday was kind of messed up. I, I actually hit like a, a medical wall. I don't know what to call it, medical wall. Um, I felt like shit. <laughs> I really felt like shit. I was starting to kind of be off and on for weeks here, really, since I had that whole chest thing going on. And yesterday, it, um, man, it, it hit me like a wall. I, um, I was coughing, um, a really dry cough. I, it feels like I have like a mix between a sinus infection and, um, and like a respiratory thing or, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's odd for sure. It's odd. It, um, it wasn't like down and out. Like I felt like I was dying. It was more like uncomfortable and it what came in waves of lethargy and, um, man, I got to lay down kind of thing. And so I was telling Corey and I, um, I went down, I had to get propane, had to, had to, but our, our, our laundry pile and our grocery list were very, very small. And so she said, just go down and get propane and come back. And I was like, that sounds really great. Cause it felt, I didn't feel like it was going to be the, the most fantastic thing hanging out in the laundry mat, feeling the way I was feeling. And so I went down there, got the propane, came back, and I passed out. Like, I took a two, three-hour nap, like, hard, hard nap yesterday afternoon. And I felt a little better. I, I kind of took it easy that night, and that was all right. I slept really well last night. So far, so good this morning. She asked me how I was feeling, if I was feeling better, and I felt okay yesterday morning. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it. So we'll see. We'll see what goes on. I um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so hopefully I feel better over the weekend because I got a lot of shit to do. And yesterday I didn't accomplish too much because I was napping most of the day. And that is definitely not my normal uh, my normal routine. So we'll see what happens. Good morning, Canadian Farmstead. Thanks for stopping in. Uh, Rewilder Life says she has AT&T as Downs. My mom... So I couldn't get a hold of them for a check-in. They live in the middle of nowhere. Did make me think we should have a solution. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Uh, Pickle P says I double dog dare you to trip at the laundry mat. No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Just set what is that? Set setting and situation. Set set setting set. Like what are the three most important things of uh of uh, having a good uh, psychedelic experience there, Mr. Shaman. Um, I don't think laundry mat fits in that, uh, fits in that wheelhouse for me. <laughs> Rachel needs a spell check, but I understood. Um, her, her mom has AT&T and she couldn't get a hold of her. So she was wondering if she needed backup plans. Does mom have a, uh, a landline? I know those are disappearing. I saw an article at one point that, um, one area was like legit just turning them off they're done what <laughs> but i like it but i like it um <coughs> sorry yeah this it's just like a really weird really weird dry um dry thing going on i don't know i don't know <laughs> we'll see we'll see how it goes uh, so I did that. I came home, I took a nap. And so I didn't have a ton, a ton of show prep, but I'm excited. I'm excited. So I dug in, 
I dug into the cell phone thing while I was kind of recovering in the evening. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I started reading about this outage and of course I pulled up in TikTok, and that was, uh, that was in main in the main flow for sure was this AT&T cell phone outage. And so I, I started looking at it and I started thinking objectively about it because I, I have Verizon. I don't have AT&T. So um, it didn't seem as though Verizon was affected very much. And I went down the rabbit hole and it said a lot of the, a lot of the official official reports were, Huge solar flare at five, uh, three eighteen, or like whatever the time uh, was, as far as um, where they were reporting, and then uh, almost instantly, almost instantly, uh, AT and T service in isolated areas started going out. Now. I might be wrong on this. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I'm sure. I'm sure. It happens. Ask my wife. I'm wrong all the time. I am pretty sure when we witness a solar flare that there is a delay before it gets to to, to Earth. The effects. The solar radiation. I don't think it's instant. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I feel as though throughout my life, when I've heard about solar flare and solar activities, it's always like, hey, there was a big, a big solar flare eruption uh, on the sun. This will be affecting us in like a couple days. Am I wrong on that? Am I, am I remembering that wrong? I was never big into the whole... Oh, it's only it's eleven minutes is all it is, Pickle Pete. Okay, maybe it was more that they were predicting the cycles, the solar activity cycles, as um, more than the the actual event. That might be where I'm I'm being confused, but I always felt like there was a there was a. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to get to, Mike's homestead. That's what I was going to get to. Um, so that was one thing that I was like, huh. I always remember there being kind of a, a little bit of, um, we know this is kind of coming, so be be ready for the radios to not work very well. So this is how long ago I'm, I'm remembering this. Um, Sorry, I'm listening to something over here. I think we might have a mouse in the wall. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, I'm catching up on the some education here. Pickle Pete says, but they see them rolling tears aiming at us in advance. Canadian Farm says that they can watch the sunspots and predict when they point it. Or that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. That's okay. Um, okay. All right. They, they see it coming in the, in the, they can predict it. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So the solar flare spit its lot, its load at us, uh, unexpectedly. It was a, it was a, it was a premature solar flare, uh, that shot out at the earth. We got gooed. 
Um, why only AT&T, first of all? Why? Why only AT&T? Why only certain areas? If you looked at the map, if you happen to see the map, and I don't, I didn't find one um, this morning. I was, I was looking into other stuff. But if you looked at the map, it was really, really, really isolated um, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, they were listing states and they didn't even get to like half the states in the country. And then when you looked at those states, they were like, they were, um, they were super, super isolated, like concentrated areas. And I was like, this just really, this doesn't sound like a solar flare to me. And again, I could be wrong. Any of you, um, <laughs> any of these, uh, any of you, uh, a solar flare experts, maybe that's how it rolls. Maybe, maybe that's how we roll here, uh, with the solar flare. Maybe it only hits like little dots on the earth. Um, Hunter says it was bouncing around too inconsistent. He believes now this is Hunter. Don't, don't, don't yell at me guys. Uh, especially if you believe in the, in the solar flare, don't believe me Hunter. Uh, I can get you his address if you want, if you guys want to go talk to him in person, but Hunter said it had to be programming and or hacking. I concur. I concur. Um, I don't think it's equipment failure because it's too widespread, even though widespread, not meaning total coverage, but isolated distance between them. I don't think those, uh, they would be smart enough or they would be dumb enough. I guess it would be dumb enough to have all those linked, uh, to where one goes down, they all go down. You don't you don't build a network like that um, with redundancy. Maybe AT and T does, or maybe that's uh, maybe that's why it was so isolated was because of their redundancy. But I don't think that. Uh, and I really, I, I just can't see that full. I just can't see the solar flare being that isolated and only one carrier. And I think people started to pick up on the one carrier because initially, when I was reading the articles, it was AT and T, AT and T, AT and T. And then it was AT&T and light outages on several other networks. But they never really dove into any other maps of any other networks being down other than the ones that are using AT&T towers. Obviously, if their tower is down, it doesn't matter what the network is if they're using that tower. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you, what, I mean, Rachel, Rachel said her top three, uh, uh, she noticed that it was a cyber attack. AT&T messed up, uh, messed up, which is more than likely what I think, or the solar thing. I would put solar flare at the end. <laughs> Uh-oh, Hunter cleared his throat. He found, okay, I got to read this in a second here. Um, Canadian Farm says, says, if it was a solar flare that was not just a localized problem, it should have affected way more things. That's what I was thinking. And uh, Hunter, quote, Hunter cleared his throat. Let me clear my throat. And uh, and then also put quotes on this. So this is this is important. This is important information. Uh, I will read this quote. I'm going to put it on the screen, too, if you want to if you want to read along. Uh, 
quote, Sunspot region 3590 remains restless with a M4.8 solar flare today. But again, this solar flare is not eruptive. A hot topic today for those in North America has been the nationwide cell phone outage for AT&T. Was it caused by the 2X class solar flares from the same sunspot region? Christian Harris from Space Weather Trackers explains why this is not the case. Case closed. It wasn't the solar flare. <laughs> what was it? I mean, people freaking out. Like, literally freaking out. So I love the guys up there at Kentucky Sustainable Living. Love them. Immediately, and if this was planned, this was genius. It was like, who's the time traveler in Kentucky Sustainable Living? But I saw last night they went live with emergency comms meeting. Wasn't the cell phone back up by like 9 o'clock in the morning? And I get, let's be prepared. Let's be prepared. You spin up a live stream that fast, rock and roll. I mean, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. But um, we didn't have any information. There was no information about that. Hunter says he saw one thing that AT&T hit the wrong button. Yep, yep. Now, the fact that people were freaking out this fast when isolated one isolated one carrier went down in spotty places and i saw an absolute meltdown on several places across the interwebs that um that the, it was the end of the world like this is it this is it russia Russia exploded an EMP over the United States. And I was like, that's not really how that works. <laughs> they don't, they don't uh, tick. They, the, oh, oh, this is, they were, uh, they were, they were getting ready to launch their EMP and they just selected AT&T on the settings. <laughs> we're like, we're really going to fuck with those guys. We're going to really disrupt AT&T service in, in Texas and Oregon and um nebraska click 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 <laughs> that's how it went i don't know i don't know i mean it's an important thing it's an important thing to to think about don't get me wrong communication has been something Corey and i have thought about quite a bit since we've been in tennessee for the last year almost going on a year um 10 months i guess because our cell phone service rarely works around here. I mean, in general areas, it works and the rest, it does not. Um, the The bigger city, the bigger cities, the bigger towns I go to, it'll work uh, around where we are and like where I'm working at, uh, at Tim's property, no coverage whatsoever. So this is something that's been on my mind for going on a year. So seeing AT&T go spotty in, in one spot or another was not, a, it was a blip on the radar. Boop, gone. Um, Rewilder Life says, this is why I hate to be put in the prepper category. Yeah, I mean, that's why I don't fit into any category. Hunter says, okay, so how it works is the other providers pay to use the tower. Yeah. 
But if there was the tower down. Yeah, Hunter says it was the towers themselves. Okay. Right, right, right. I, I, I'm I'm picking up what you're laying down, but I'm not sure where you're walking. <laughs> Canadian Farmstead rolling out some REM this morning. That's great. It starts with an earthquake, bird snakes, and aeroplanes. It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be a long day, guys. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday, Friday, Friday. Um, so, I mean, general consensus was it wasn't a fucking solar flare. <laughs> that's what I'm That's what I'm. I'm taking from my audience, from what I've read, my gut feeling, and everything else. It's, it wasn't a solar flare. Let's move on. Let's move on. I got a TikTok theory from the other day. TikTok conspiracy theory. I was waiting. <laughs> Just face north. <laughs> you got it. You got it, Pickle Pete. <laughs> Thanks, Canadian Farmstead. I appreciate that. That'll be in my head all day long. Probably that for the next couple of days. I'm guessing after the show, I'll roll it up on YouTube and listen to the whole song. If it wasn't going to be a copyright violation, I might just stop the whole damn thing and do it right now. It's going down. I guess if it is, if it's actually, if it's the actually the start of the end of the world, I don't need to worry about copyright violations. Let's just fucking do it. <laughs> um, TikTok conspiracy theories from earlier this week. I had a list. I had a list, and uh, these were um, these were fun. <laughs> Canadian Farm says says he's sorry, Corey. She gives you a mm-hmm. <laughs> Pickle Pete says TikTok theory of the day. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they've been pretty, pretty interesting. And I think they could go. I think they could go long. I think they could go long, uh, too long to be every day. But definitely, definitely have been jotting down the TikTok theories I want to touch on on the show because they're fun. They're fun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Gavin, uh, Gavin says, if someone accuses you of wearing a tinfoil hat, tell them that's better than wearing a blindfold. <laughs> what if, what if you wear a tinfoil blindfold? <laughs> I've been, so Canadian Farmstead asked where Conspiracy Kyle was. And uh, that's kind of where I was dragging here. I've been watching the clock, waiting for Kyle to step, stop in and say, hey, you guys. I don't even think he was alive when fucking Goonies was made. <laughs> but <laughs> where is he? Where is he? He's not here. We got to go on. And this is a this is right in Kyle's wheelhouse. If anybody's got Kyle on Telegram, you better send him a message because this this is right. In, this is double, double Kyle. This is political political and conspiracy and this is just like who <sighs> other life says a whole podcast about all the tiktok theories uh tiktok conspiracy theories i could do it one uh on the stupid cleaning videos 
TikTok TikTok conspiracy theories could legit be a uh, uh, an hour every day, every day of the week, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a year, and you would never run out of of fodder, man. Like once I watch one conspiracy theory video on TikTok, I I like oh this could be interesting, and even if it is absolute dog shit, and I'm like eh, and flip by for the next twenty minutes, it's just Bam, 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 bam. Rewilder Life says you want a second podcast. You know, I have been I have been thinking about doing some uh some late night twit or uh, late night uh Noster stuff. They really rolled out Noster Nest 2.0 yes today, I believe. And um with the uncensorable nature of that, and uh maybe doing like an after dark once a week or something, that could be fun. I could really dive into these t- and do do a lot more research, um, a lot more research through the week and do one solid, like, if I can stay up late enough is the problem. <laughs> I go to bed too early. But that could be fun over on Noster. That would get all you guys uh, have to get you over there. But I think that would fit really well in with that crowd. Hmm. Brian writes down something on his to-do list. Um <laughs> Blakesley Acres, his wife's probably home letting him sleep in. Well, that's what he will tell us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Canadian Farm says after dark is relative, especially on Noster since it's all over the world. But anyway, back to uh back to TikTok conspiracies. Uh, the other day we wa- we talked about giants and eclipses. Giants and eclipses. Uh, yesterday we talked about uh, what was yesterday? Um, Corey, do you remember what yesterday was? What conspiracy theory? <laughs> um, oh, prison planet theory with the reptilians and the low vibration uh, energy harvesting. That's right. That's right. How could I forget? <laughs> How could I forget? Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, the TikTok conspiracy theory that uh, that popped up on my list is about, wait for it, wait for it, Orange Man himself, Orange Man himself, the 45th president, was it 45th president of the world? 45th president of the world and still reigning champion to be Donald Trump. And his son, Baron, and his son, Baron. And we'll also talk about his uncle and another guy that you might have heard of. And, and, and. Well, as the, as the world turns, this came up back in 2016. Is that when old Trumpy got elected the first time? And this is, uh, this is not a pro-Trump. This is not a uh, pro-political. This is just an observation on TikTok. So take it for what it is. Don't think I'm, don't think I'm a Trumpster or an anti-Trump guy. I don't give two flying fucks about the whole thing. But I found the the story theory, the story interesting. So the way this went. Mike's Homestead. Okay, before I get into this, Mike's Homestead nails it. I was just talking to Corey about this the other day. Mike's Homestead says, I have trouble staying up late enough to even see the start of John's live at nine o'clock. 
like legit for sure. Uh, for sure, for sure. I do have trouble staying up that late. And recently I've been doing work after Corey goes to bed. And I told her last night that I'll be like, last night was a different case because I didn't feel well. But uh, consistently I've been staying up till like, I've been working along doing uh, Amazon shit, da, 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 da. And I'll look at my, look at the clock and it's like after 10 and I'm like, holy shit, uh, that's way too late. And I'm like, I should just throw John's, uh, John's live in my ears while I'm doing that because that was the reason I was always going to sleep before it was on. So I hear you, Mike Homestead. I hear you for sure. <coughs> um, <laughs> Canadian Farm says I have to pick a side. What side are you picking, Canadian Farmstead, in the world election? Pickle Pete says Baron's a robot. Nope, not Baron's a robot. Anyway, this popped up in 2016 when uh, when old Trumpster was running the first time. But there was a guy, there was a guy back in, let me get the years right. I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to mess it up. And I have notes here. I've been uh, digging in a little bit. Um, back in, back in the early, late 1800s and early 1900s, there was a gentleman named Ingersoll Lockwood. Have you ever heard of Ingersoll Lockwood, guys? Do you know who he is? Without uh, without hitting the Google bot, without, uh, without searching or anything? Ingersoll Lockwood was an author. He was an author. He wrote books. That's what authors do. Ingersoll Lockwood in, 18, in 1888 published a published a book titled Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. Hmm. Weird. Weird. And then in 1896, I said 1888, so we're not 1988, 1888. And then again in 1918, excuse me, 1896, so eight years later, he published a book called The Last President. Anybody in the audience heard this? Anybody? Anybody heard about this? Old Ingersoll Lockwood in 1888 and his uh, publication of Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey. And in 1896, The Last President. Well, it seems, it seems as though Mr. Lockwood wrote a book in 1888, a full how many years before, uh, before Baron Trump was born, the Baron Trump we know of, about a young man, a 10-year-old boy, who, let me quote here, uh, let me quote here. Uh, this was from uh, a user on TikTok. It summarized it very well. And it said, I thought about this every day for the past two years. This was back in, uh, in 2016. It says, in 1888, a man named Ingersoll Lockwood wrote a book called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey, where a 10-year-old boy named Baron Trump, who has a mentor named Don, who is a rich man who lives on Fifth Avenue in New York City, he and Don travel to Russia to find a portal to a magical underground world. Did you hear that? 
about a little boy named Baron Trump. Now that wasn't his full name in the book. That was a that was a uh, that was an abbreviation from a uh, from a, a long. Let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Uh, the full name of the character who was uh, shortened to Baron. Um, it was uh, the full name was Wilhelm Heinrich Sebastian von Trump, which is a German name. And we all know where where old Donnie comes. Donnie's family comes from Germany. Weird. Weird. Rewilder Life says, have I actually seen this book? Because, well, actually, um, actually, I was interested in this in back in 2016. And this is legit. This is, uh, this dude did write these books. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, in the in the Library of Congress archives, from what I understand. It was a very important book. And the other one was too. The Last President. So, Haas says this must be a time machine incident. Well, hold on, Haas. Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, the second book. So, this is about Baron and a 10-year-old Baron and his, and his mentor, Don, the rich guy from New York City. They go to Russia. They find a time machine. They find a portal to the other worlds. And they have all these adventures. The second book, called The Last President, was about a guy, a rich guy in New York City. And there was all strife. Uh, let me get down to those notes. Where is the, the last president here? Um, so the last president was, uh, it's also known as 1900. It was released in 1896. Uh, it was um, the entire, okay, this was based in New York City. The entire east side of New York City is in a state of uproar in November after a candidate is unexpectedly elected despite opposition to him. The man was not a politician. He was a rich businessman that was going to fix everything wrong. He lived on Fifth Avenue and there was going to be riots and riots. And, and uh, it was absolutely um, insane. Um, the, the, the actual president's name was not Donald. So this is not a, um, this is not a, a direct correlation on the last president. His name was Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, not me. It was not me. I did not travel in time to do this. But uh, his advisor that he puts on the, the the cabinet, check this out. In the book, this dude, Brian, the rich guy from Fifth Avenue in New York City, gets elected president. And he, he, he names to his cabinet his top advisor, a man named Pence. Yeah. The guy's dude was Pence. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um so <laughs> so this is this is just a lot of coincidence, right? This is like a, a shitload of coincidence. So I'm reading on 
I'm reading on Rewilder Life says we're in a sim. Canadian Farmstead says what I said was what a time what a time traveler would say. Maybe maybe a quantum leap wasn't wasn't so far off because now check this out. You, you think this was a lot of coincidence? There's another layer to this whole thing. There's another layer to this whole thing. So this dude Ingersoll Lockwood died in like eight nineteen eighteen, I think. So he was around for a while. He was writing books in the 1880s, publishing books in the 1880s. He died in uh, in 1918. So he was around for a while. Probably, you know, been uh, through the 1800s quite a bit. So there was another dude hanging out in New York City around the time Ingersoll Lockwood was there. Guy you might have heard of. Um, they named a car company after him, which is kind of ironic because he probably wouldn't have wouldn't have invented a car like that. But Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla hung out in, in the same areas as this, uh, this Ingersoll Lockwood guy. And they knew each other. They knew each other. Um, and so Ingersoll Lockwood might've, might've gotten some, some, some tripped out theories or maybe some, some facts or maybe some ideas from old, old Nikola. Um, now, there is an end around connection to this, to Orange Man, to Ingersoll Lockwood, to the last president, to Baron Trump's ma marvelous journey. Have you ever heard what happened when Nikola Tesla died? When Nikola Tesla, when Nikola Tesla was found in his apartment in 1943. They find Nikola Tesla in his apartment, dead. <coughs> Pre-Wilder Life says she's on the end of her seat. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Lots Project Podcast Friday edition, where you'll buy the whole ticket. You'll buy your whole seat. You'll pay for it. Oh, wow, never mind. You'll pay for your whole seat, but you'll only need the edge is the, is the fucking thing. Canadian Farmstead said FBI came and took his papers. Well, okay, yeah, um, I mean, that's the gist of it, but let's talk about this for a little bit. Tesla dies in 1943 in his hotel room or apartment. His nephew, his nephew, you know, Tesla was a Serbian, a Serbian, um, you're on your second latte, Jesus. Uh, Tesla was a Serbian-American naturalized citizen. His nephew was the diplomat the yugoslavian diplomat to the united states when tesla died uh the next day his nephew went to his apartment to gather some things he said he wanted to gather some pictures he said he wanted to gather uh his will and uh, when he arrived at the apartment the apartment the stuff was missing now it's still up in the air what the what the the immediate the immediate intentions of his nephew were, was it to get his will? Was it to get the few pictures that he says he was, was it to get some secret weapon technology to give to Yugoslavia, to Germany, to someone else? Because, you know, 1943, we were, um, <sighs> 
they're uh, 1943, you know, there's something going on in the world. Little bit of little bit of turmoil in the world. Um, you know, maybe they were maybe they were thinking he was trying to steal secrets. We don't know. We don't know. But for some reason, for some reason, under the guise of national security, because we never the United States never does anything under the guise of natural national security. But under the guise of natural national security, natural security, national security, uh, the FBI seized all of Nikola Tesla's possessions. And they said, we're going to look through this. And then if there's nothing dangerous in here, we're going to give it back. You've probably heard this, right? You've heard this, that they took his shit. The government took Nikola Tesla's shit. Nikola Tesla has been talking about all sorts of fucking goofy shit. And everybody's assuming that he's insane. He was talking about like wireless technology in the early 1900s. He's talking about death rays and uh, uh, unlimited electricity. I mean, it's been kind of proven that the dude knew what the fuck he was talking about with DC electricity. Um, just saying, just saying. So, Rewilder Life sending another episode off to the kids. The Giants. Rachel reached out and said the Giant episode got sent to the kids, too. <laughs> so, Tesla. Tesla's, all his shit gets, gets seized by the FBI. Now, there's there's some question as to why and the legality and uh, and all of that. And, you know, the anti-government. The the anti um... <laughs> pickle B says back your shit up and put it under a dead man's switch. Um, me, <laughs> if I disappear, guys, I've been I've been feeling kind of sick since I started talking about these conspiracy theories. <laughs> anyway, the FBI the FBI seizes a bunch of Tesla's shit. Uh, come to find out it was like 80, 82 trunks, 82 trunks full of, uh, full of documents and other possessions documents being his notes, his research, his ideas, his, his, uh, his doodles, everything. And we're going to need to evaluate this. Well, we know the government isn't fucking smart enough to, to evaluate Nikola Tesla's notes. Like they're going to look at it and go, yeah, look at this. Uh huh. Hmm. <laughs> you know that's what i think the government agents look like <laughs> so they had to come up with somebody smarter to look at this somebody that could understand it and actually give it credence or not look through this look through these notes look through this and so they they went on a search they went on a search to find someone to look at the notes to look at all this stuff and say Hey, is there anything we should work on here? Is there anything that we shouldn't work on? Is it all a bunch of fluff? Did the dude go off his rocker? Like, what's the deal? So, does anybody know who they gave them to? This guy was an MIT professor. Probably one of the smartest guys in the world at the time. Um, barring Tesla, maybe. At least he thought that he was. Ended up being like the longest tenured professor in MIT history or something. He might. I don't think he's still alive. I don't think he's still alive. Um, Yeah, this dude named John Trump. John Trump. That last name's really familiar. Anybody heard it before? John Trump, professor, MIT, was 
was given 80 trunks of notes and uh, and things from uh, Nikola Tesla. I believe it was 80. I believe it was 80. Might have been 82. Might have been 62. I'm not sure. Nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. Uh, can you trust anything, really? So this dude, John Trump. Yeah, coincidentally, he happens to be the uncle of that fucking guy we were talking about earlier. Not Baron. Donnie. It's Donnie's uncle. Donnie's uncle gets the trunks. Donnie's uncle looks through all the trunks and uh, and goes over all the information. Reads all his notes. Reads all his notes. Says, I finally, says, I've come to a conclusion, guys. I've come to a conclusion. I've looked over all this crazy man stuff and that's what it is. It's fucking crazy. There is nothing, nothing coincidental or nothing uh consequential in here it's all a bunch of conjecture there's no workable theories it's all bullshit john trump stamp of approval tesla's a loon it's all bullshit but for some reason some reason there were trunks missing when old john trump Gave back the trunks to the FBI. The inventories didn't match. What happened? What happened to these trunks that went away? Of all this information that was just inconsequential and nothing worth working on. The stuff was returned to uh, to Tesla's nephew, his family. Here you go. Here's all the stuff he was working on. Bunch of shit missing, though. Weird. Weird. Um, Pickle Piece says it's all bullshit, but I'll make a few copies. Fuck that. He took it. Now, come to find out, do you know? Do you know what Nikola Tesla was working on? One of the things among the million things he was working on. Like I mentioned earlier, there was a death ray. There was wireless technology. There was all sorts of interesting things he was working on, but one thing he was working on that he might have talked talked to Ingersoll uh, Ingersoll um, Lockwood about was time travel. Dun dun dun. Ingersoll Lockwood may have discussed time travel with Nikola Tesla, who was working on it in his notes, which were confiscated at his death by the FBI, given to John Trump, and possibly not returned. What did John Trump do with the time machine? Did he build the time machine? Did Donald Trump actually come back? Has he been traveling in time? Did Baron Trump actually go to Russia where they built a time machine and went down a tunnel? Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. But the weird thing is, think about this, movie stars. What did Doc do? in Back to the Future when he went back to 1885 
And he was trying to get a message to Marty in, in the future. Did he write a book? Did he write things about a character that only Marty would know about? Letting him know where he was in history? What he was doing? Canadian Farmstead says Tesla knew Trump was going to steal his work and left breadcrumbs for us to follow through Ingersoll's books. Hmm. Hmm. What are we thinking here, guys? What are we thinking? The things you learn on TikTok, huh? The things you learn on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just a lot of and and somebody said it. Somebody said it in one of the articles I was reading was you know, you start you start putting facts together you start putting these weird things like Ingersoll Lockwood writing a book about Baron Trump, which was a short, it was short from, it was shortened from a longer name, whatever, Baron Trump. Va Baron is a term. It's like Mr. Don, pretty common name. Yeah, whatever. I can, I can poo-poo this away. Last president. Guy, guy, Alexa, Visor, Pence, <coughs> Trump's vice president. He picks Pence, which was a weird fucking choice, wasn't it? All the coincidences lining up, John Trump being the guy that got the thing, all these things. The guy said, as every layer gets added onto this, the mathematical, statistically, statistical possibility of this all happening coincidentally becomes astronomical i don't know do i believe it i don't know does it matter probably not will it ever matter not at all do we have time travel if we ever have time travel we have it now think about it if time travel is ever invented in the in the future in the future of the whole world uh universe or whatever if time travel is ever invented it's always been invented right because if we can go back we can already be there Gavin saying that's why we have the Mandela effect. Guys, oh, no, 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 no. I heard the best explanation of the Mandela. I have to write this down. This is going, Jesus, this is going to be next week. We're going to have, have to have some more uh, conspiracy shit because Mandela effect. And just a sneak preview, it has something to do with a nuclear holocaust in the 80s. Yeah, just so you, this is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> Canadian Farm said, said, unless you can't travel back in time. Well, if you can travel in time, you can travel in time. Oh, you saying you can only accelerate time? Rewilder Life says, I see a whole new podcast. I don't know. I don't know. That's a lot of work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Ooh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch some Quantum Leap for sure. For sure. I'm gonna listen to uh I'm gonna listen to REM and watch Quantum Leap all morning. Thanks, guys. I'm gonna get nothing done. Oh, so that was your entertainment for this uh this morning. <laughs> Canadian says Canadian Farm says you can only jump forward. The pass has already happened, but are you still in the past? Are you physically still in the past? Like, can you go back to where you were originally in current time? Because if you go forward in time and then go back to static to where you were originally, that would be going back. But once you go, you're just gone forever. And you can't go back. Is that what you're saying? I don't understand how time travel works. You'll need to explain it to me. Oh, what's going on this weekend, guys? Let's hit that. We're coming up here on the on the top of the hour, and uh, I'm gonna pass it off to old uh, scrambling, scrambling Bojangles or scrambling McScramble McMuffin uh, over on the on the Seattle side. <laughs> Haas says he's going back to bed. Have a great weekend, Haas. Thanks for getting up and listening. <laughs> Canadian Farms is wondering how long I got. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> anyway, what's going on this weekend? Scrambling's channel is um Scrambling's channel is Food Forest Farms uh I believe is the is is what you can search for. Um Brian, drop a link in my Telegram chat, and uh, Canadian Farmstead or uh, Hunter will be able to find it. He's only on YouTube. He isn't scram. He isn't streaming over to Twitch. So, uh, what do we have uh, this weekend? What do we have this weekend? I got uh, coming up. I got to work over at Tim's. Corey and I are going to go out. We had been doing a lot of hiking out at the state park. We decided that now that it's nice and we can get some work done out at Delinquent Scully, that that will be a, a decent exercise. We can also go for a hike there. And Tim is looking to get a path, a walking, hiking, jogging, whatever path on the property. What better way to go hike and work out than to clear trail and uh, get some work off work, um, get some work going out there. So I think that's, um, that's yes, at Food Forest Farms on YouTube, uh, Hunter. So I um, I think we're going to go out there. We're going to work on the campsites. We're going to get, uh, we're going to get a look at the elderberries and all the stuff I installed, see if it's taken, see, we had a nice week here of some decent temperatures, a little rain yesterday. And uh, by Saturday, we'll see if we got any growth. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, might be taken off. It's been pretty nice. We'll check on the comfrey patches. We will clean up some campsites. We'll cut some paths and get some exercise in. Other than that, man, I got a ton of videos to make. Yesterday, like I said, I slept most of the day, took a nap, didn't feel like feel uh, really up to making any videos. So I got a pile of products here that I need to make some unboxing videos, some demo videos. I got to get my stamp seed stuff going so then I can secure my personal wallet with the second uh, stamp seed plate that they sent excited to get that done get everything locked down and secure and tucked away on that jade 
And um, yeah, what else we got going on? Uh, just paracord projects. We're going to be working on more paracord stuff. Uh, we got some keychains done. We got bracelets done. We got some beglaries done. Um, getting some uh, more little supplies ordered up for that, doing some other projects. We're going to be excited to get those up on Etsy on our website and have them in person at SRF. Guys, if you are interested in going to SRF here at the end of the show, if you're uh, interested in have uh, going to SRF, you can still get tickets at uh, the SRF website. In the comments here, I uh, or in the live chat, I just posted the link to get your tickets at SRF uh, using my affiliate code. I get a little kickback when you use that. So if you're going to be in the Camden, Tennessee area at the beginning of April, I believe it's the first weekend in April, April, ooh, hold on, April 6th and 7th. Uh, stop by and see me at Self-Reliance Festival. I will be running the content creator booth where we'll be doing uh, some some interview stuff, some recording content, some, uh, some hanging out. We'll also have a vendor tent and be selling all sorts of stuff and talking to people, meeting people, connecting, networking, exchanging information, ideas, and resources. So, Going to be in the area within a drive. Definitely pick up that ticket. And um, yeah, I'd like to see you there. Uh, other than that, like I said, hang out. Uh, go hang out with old Scrambling Bojangles, Sensei, 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 Sensei. He smells. Sensei Scrambling is what he put in the chat. Uh, over at the Food Forest Farms uh, YouTube channel. Be sure to check out foodforestfarms.com, the sponsor of the show, to grab uh, grab yourself some awesome coffee. And if you're looking to uh, buy coffee with Bitcoin, we might have spun out a new coffee blend only for Bitcoin because it's that good. It's that good. I will only sell it for Bitcoin. Yeah, it's good, guys, for sure. Anyway been a fun episode i appreciate all you guys hanging out if you enjoyed the show there's a few ways you can show it you can always do the free thing hit that like hit the share hit make sure you're subscribed to the channel and tell a friend otherwise you can return value for value please consider joining one of the youtube membership tiers or listening on any value for value platform like podverse or fountain.fm Visit thelotsproject.com to find out more, find my uh, partner companies, my discount codes, all that stuff, and comfrey orders, all sorts of things. Check out the shop, see all the things, and uh, read our, all the articles. I appreciate it. Other than that, it's Friday, guys. Have an awesome weekend. Uh, get a shitload done, or if you, or just send money. Hunter says it right there. If you want, just send money. Just send money. If you need an address, let me know. Specifically Bitcoin. I can get it to you. Lightning. Sure. Have an awesome weekend, guys. Get tons of stuff done. Or if you're tired and you need some rest, get some sleep. But uh, hey, we'll circle back. We'll see you on Monday morning. 